1: On demand audio.
0: Hello and welcome into this week's podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. If you haven't already, also please make sure you go back and download this week's Radio Show's podcast. We put out two podcasts of this show every week The Radio Show, uh, which you can hear every weekend in St. Louis on 97.1 FM Talk and KMOX. Uh, that podcast goes out on Fridays, and then, of course, this podcast exclusive comes out every Monday. Thank you so much for downloading one or both of those and, podcasts. And share yes, it. And share yes. And Yes. Tell people about it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your fishing Make buddies. Make a TikTok about Tell it. Tell your hunting buddies. Tell your camping buddies. <laughs> Tell your law enforcement friends. Tell your military <laughs> friends. Tell your people. Tell your people that don't like it, and then <laughs> you we'll go. turn them around. Tell everyone about <laughs> Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Uh, On this week's radio show, one of the guests that we had was Warren Patton, the president of the Midwest Gateway RV Dealers Association. And Warren has been nice enough to stick around and join us for this podcast exclusive so we can can continue this discussion that we've been having. So, Warren, thank you so much for putting in a little uh, overtime with us this week.
2: No problem. Thanks for letting me hang out. You bet. Um,
0: it, as the show ended and I again I recommend everybody if you haven't already make sure you go and download the podcast of the radio show so you can kind of hear the conversation to this point. Uh, but as we were wrapping up the radio show, uh, uh, Warren, you were making the point that buying an RV, you know especially some of these RVs are just absolutely incredible. It's like buying a it, it's it's not like it is it is exactly the same. As buying another home, and they really at this point have all the amenities of a home, and so and your
1: view can change every day.
0: Yeah, it's a big investment, but <laughs> holy cow, is it! These things are beautiful, and you can live a very uh, upscale, comfortable life in some of these RVs and travel the country in style. Uh, so, just kind of pick it up there and tell us uh, a little bit more about. Um, you know where we're at in the RV industry and uh, some of the new technology that people are able to take advantage of.
2: Sure, absolutely. Well I mean I think you know to, to kind of pick up where I, where I was where I left off there, one of the important things about all the amenities that we're putting in in these RVs I mean we you walk into some of the fifth wheels and motorhomes now you're going to see designs like you're going to have in a modern kitchen. In a house, a lot of the product managers and the designers of these products—I mean, they're they're watching the same HGTV shows that <laughs> that people are watching at home. Going, I'm going to pick out ideas, and I'm going to do this. And and the suppliers down the downstream, they're they're starting to make things that that look like what you're going to get in a in a nice brand new house. Uh, the important thing, though, and one of the things that I that I really want to bring it back to, to dealing with a lot of the local. Uh, dealers, trusted dealers is, you know, when you have a house and you start driving it down the highway at 60 miles an hour, um, as light as you want to make it, you know, as, as well as they put these together, you you need to make sure that it's properly maintained. Uh, people need to um, be able to check the systems or have somebody they trust go through, look at the systems, make sure everything's functioning properly because there are so many gadgets um, and things that that just need need a, a look at every once in a while, and I think that's that's important that people realize. The more stuff we put in, and I mean we're putting more stuff in all the time, um, there's there's going to be a little bit of maintenance there, and it's and it's plumbing, you know, it's electric, it's 12 volt, you know, yeah. I mean there's all kinds of things that really complicated systems, and even uh, I've had friends of mine who are who are great uh, electricians. Who look at the 12 volt system and go, I don't, I, this is not what I normally do. <laughs> and the 12 volt right. system is the key to every RV. You know, so
1: when you have a when you have a bunch of first time uh, RV buyers like you did last year, Warren, uh, just like the first time gun owners that we talk about on the show, uh, there's a learning curve, obviously. So where does somebody go other than, you know, going around kicking tires and picking out the fireplace and the the granite countertops you want in your RV? <laughs> where can they learn these intricacies of how to clean out the septic or how to fill the water tank? Because that's like my biggest. Well, my my wife's biggest fear is breaking down on the side of the road. Uh, because she'll, you know, she saw one on the highway years ago. She's like, well, what are they going to do? I said, well, they're probably going to call a tow company, make a sandwich and wait for them. But yeah, you're uh, going to go
0: sit on your couch and watch television until <laughs> help arrives. right? <laughs> it's but, way but, but again, better being where, in your truck broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> amen
1: to that. So where can people learn? Uh, like, do you guys offer classes or anything like that?
2: Well, and so that's where, um, and, and you know, as, as the president of the association, I don't want to get too specific into some of the dealers, but I mean if you look at a lot of our local dealers that are members of the Midwest Gateway RVDA and and you can see their names if you go to stlrv.com, mm-hmm. you can see who those dealers are and then you're going to recognize a lot of names in the Saint Louis marketplace. But you're going to see that there are some dealers who who do classes. Uh, my dealership does free classes for Monthly, we, we've now actually, because of COVID, taken these online. So we have a lot of videos and and, and nice. classes that people can go on and learn about the RV lifestyle. Learn about how to set up for spring, how to close, uh, how to close up for fall. How to how do we actually have videos for how to do the drain the septic system on how to. Check your electric and plug in at the campground because sometimes there's simple little things that people forget uh, that that cause them a lot of grief and actually there's no problem. It's just they forgot to check the breaker at the at the campground or they they right. forgot to make sure that you know the the battery disconnect switch was turned on, which is actually even though it says battery disconnect when it's on, it allows your 12 volt to work. So I mean there's there's simple things and uh, so what you're going to notice is a lot of the dealers in the stainless marketplace have started to offer more information. Uh, one of the Big advantages of buying from a dealer too, is that when you make that purchase, um, these dealers will go over everything with you on that vehicle, and that is, um, to be honest with you, something that we see um, when people drive out of state. Uh, sometimes they they go find somebody who's got some low price, they drive multiple states away, uh, they just hook them up and they just go. And and these people, uh, oftentimes show up back on a dealer like ours lot and they're like we just bought this and nobody showed us how this works and <laughs> I know, somebody, I know. <laughs> if somebody buys something from us i guarantee you it's about a half a day process if not a full day we go through we go through everything i mean we're going to show you how everything in the camper works uh and and that's from everything from like a 17 foot little trailer that you might find pretty basic compared to uh a half a million dollar motorhome that's got a lot more systems on it but to be honest with you the familiarity, the systems, plumbing and electric, nothing really changes. You get to those smaller ones, uh, and it may seem a little simpler, but you know, if you're unfamiliar, we have to make sure that you're comfortable. And, and um, you know, our, our local dealers want to make sure that the about. buyers are comfortable because we want that experience. I mean, we know – I mean, to be honest, we all know that uh, during the last year – as people have started to discover RVs again for the first time, uh, they've really got into the lifestyle. Um, they they've had this experience, but they also couldn't get on a plane. They couldn't go on a go on a cruise. Um, right. That will change, and and for everybody in the RV industry, we know that we want to continue to give people that great experience so that they uh, continue to go through this the RV lifestyle when other options are available because. Ah, uh, they have such a great time uh, with it, and they yes. they know how their product works, and they're the people who help the first timers at the campgrounds, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Warren, right, Warren, right. when you when you mentioned comfort, that's I mean that's what it's all about. So you know, I as I mentioned on the show, I have a, a long history of camping. I did it as a, a child with my grandparents, and then you know when when we got older, we would take camping trips. Uh, my wife and I would take camping trips every year with. Uh, a group of friends of, of ours and we would even my uh a couple of uh guys and i we had a, a tradition that we would go camping every december in the middle of the winter, we had this. This <laughs> it was a football trip. It was during uh, like uh, the championship week when all the different like the uh, the Big Twelve championship game and the SEC championship that weekend. We would go out and camp and watch those games um, uh, at the campground in the cold. So you know, I've 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 roughed it in the tents and I've had the comfort and I've gotten to this point in my life. I love camping still, and I still love the great outdoors. Nothing better than then spending a day fishing on the water and camping, but my days of sleeping in a tent and uh, and going to the bathroom <laughs> in a uh, in the in the the bathhouse or on yeah. the outhouse are over. I I want to be able to uh, go into an RV or a trailer and have my own bathroom after all and and enjoy the great outdoors that way and um, i know that you know obviously these rvs have all of those amenities do can you even get a washer and dryer can you even get washer <laughs> and dryer systems in your rv at this point and really just i mean have it all right
2: there uh, absolutely absolutely <sighs> now i you know i mean not every I'm rv on about. the market is set up is set sure, up for sure, washer and dryer sure, sure. And, and, but uh, but there's a significant portion of of uh, fifth wheels uh, and some larger motorized that are equipped either with the washer and dryer already, already, or they're plumbed. A lot of times you're mm-hmm. going to have ones where maybe they didn't want to include the washer and dryer because somebody you didn't know if somebody wanted it because you're usually trading closet space for it. So, yeah. Um, but uh, but a lot of times they've run the plumbing to make it a lot easier if you do want to install that washer and dryer as well. Uh, and there's even some larger travel trailers in which uh, you're going to find you're going to find that plumbing already there too. Oh my
1: God! Yeah, a buddy of mine's got a an RV, a Class A, and he's got a Bosch unit, and the washer is the dryer. It's one unit. And I'm yeah. like, why aren't we doing this in every house in America? No kidding. Uh, it would, it would be so easy. Uh, Warren, I, I've got two questions for you. Um, because my 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 wife's family is in uh, the Upper East Coast, uh, upstate New York, and uh, we've got family in Florida. Are there uh, and do you offer at your dealership, do you offer uh, like four season type of uh, RVs? So the insulation value is a lot better for the, you know, the, the really cold that question. And then I also would like to know what is the, what do you call the short class a RVs? Cause I've been seeing these and it doesn't <laughs> look like a, a monster house rolling down the road. It's, it, it's much low profile. Can you tell me what that is?
2: Okay. Well let's let's start with the with the four season thing and I'm gonna give you an answer. Uh and this is an answer that that we train our salespeople on and uh and, and a lot of sales reps around the industry try and make sure that people say this correctly. Um but but I think sometimes people wanna meet expectations and they wanna tell people everything's gonna be uh perfect when you're camping in the winter. In my mind, there is no such thing as a all season, all the time without any other preparation RV. There are ones that are designed for when you get into the colder weather, um, you know, that, that have a lot of better insulation, the wrapped underbellies, you're going to find a lot of wrapped underbellies, even on cheaper, uh, products now, but they're not going to guarantee you anything. When you get to 20 degrees, uh, you want to start making plans to do some other insulation. And it's not to say, uh, that you can't operate it, but sometimes you're talking hay bales, skirting, things like that to really prevent um, a, an issue that might happen when you get down below freezing for a long period of time. And it's right, really, right. And, and, I, and I'm and i very cautious about this because I just don't want somebody to think um, that they're going to have this experience where they're going to be out there and it's, it's 10 degrees and everything's going to work work just fine because there, there's some preparation that really should be done. And, I, and to be honest with you, uh, we, we once had a rental uh, customer who needed to set up a, uh, a camper outside their house in the middle of winter. And we were able to on a fairly lightweight camper that didn't have a wrapped underbelly, prepare it in a way and they were able to put hay bales under that and some heating and stuff like that to be able to sustain it through the winter. Uh, but sure. you just have to know that that's um, something you have to prepare for. And there are a lot of people who are going to do that. There's also up North, Uh, when you get up to the northern states and you guys would like this uh there's some there's some dealers that sell a product called a uh an ice house or a fish house and basically it's an rv that has uh, a bunch of holes cut in the center and you can uh (laughs) remove them and then cut your hole in the ice and then just hang out in your rv on the ice
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice
2: now yeah. I've heard it all.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it right there. <laughs>
1: Drive it right out on the lake.
2: <laughs> so, you know yeah, what? No, they, they 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 really do. And there's some guys That's in honestly, incredible. Some guys up North that rent them too. Yeah. So, oh. I mean, you can go you can go out and and do that. But uh to to answer your second question on the on the on the A's, so Yeah. there are so traditional class A's. Uh there are some smaller ones that you're going to get at about 27 uh 2729 feet is about the shortest that your traditional class A is going to be that's like a, a Thor windsport or hurricane or a Winnebago Vista will have some smaller sizes like that and there's, you're still going to get the full full glass windshield kind of like a, a decent amount of basement space maybe not you know the full pasture but I mean you're going to get a decent amount of space there but there are some smaller A's that are kind of a hybrid they're built on a little bit smaller chassis almost like the chassis that's used on a class c uh i believe it's like the f53 uh chassis okay uh okay. that you're gonna see and so what you're really gonna see like a 24 to 27 foot like a thor vegas uh, uh there's uh there's a couple other brands uh they're gonna have similar type you're gonna have lower profile you might still have a big windshield um but uh but just a slightly different modification. In fact, Thor Ace, which is really uh, maybe not the first to market, but the first to really put it at the right price point. And they kind of specialize right. between 27 and 33 feet. Uh, they've been the number one selling Class A for, I want to say, seven years or more at least in and, the in the country. And like how
1: How tall uh, are they compared to a regular Class A?
2: Uh, i mean because they seem like a foot
1: or two shorter
2: yeah i mean so the ace is going to be a foot shorter than a lot of your big diesels and then like something like a a vegas uh and it has a sister brand too uh they've been probably a foot shorter than than the uh than the um the The regular size class a's yeah yeah Yeah. so So, So, i I want to kind of
0: expand on this a little bit because you know we're talking about all these different options and i was i i was just in disney world last week and we we drove we always drive when we go down there so you know you're you're a lot of time on the road there and you see a lot of you, you see a lot of different things and i actually uh saw two or three different times i saw people uh uh trailering airstreams and of course you see lots of of rvs and you've mentioned fifth wheels so i i wanted to kind of ask you about You know, uh, all those different options when we're, you know, obviously the RVs, you know, the the ones that you drive, you know, everybody knows that. But then the trailers and things like that and the fifth wheels that you mentioned, um, are those all still areas that are that are available and booming or is are, are trailers kind of being phased out and maybe not as popular as they used to be? What is what's that aspect of the industry look like?
2: Oh, well, uh, you know, that's an interesting question because I do think a lot of people, and I, and I find this a lot, um, people have uh, an idea about the RV industry that it really is the motorized uh, ones that really drive the business. In actuality, uh, the industry has always been driven by travel trailers and continues to be driven by travel trailers. In mm. fact, what we've really seen, uh, once again, it, it happened in in seventeen eighteen. It happened again uh, last year. But what we really saw drive the market uh, because trailers, a lot of people have SUVs that can pull them or they have trucks that can pull them, especially in our area. Uh, you get in a trailer and it's, you know, 5,000 pounds, 6,000 pounds, a little bit more, a little bit less. Uh, all of a sudden, you have a reasonable price point that gives you all the amenities that you're really going to find in the larger vehicles. Uh, but at a good price point for families, easy to transport, easy to store. Um, just makes You have a, it a vehicle lot. to drive? Yeah. Yeah, you have a vehicle to drive, but but and and again, you know, people who have saved up a vacation budget and then you know had to compromise last year, and all of a sudden you're talking about, oh, for two hundred dollars a month, I could own my own portable hotel room, yes. and I just have to tow it behind my truck. <laughs> and another and I, thing, I Warren, really the dynamic.
0: How how popular are, you know, obviously you want to have a trailer for the mobility of it. But I know particularly like with my grandparents, when they got older and retired and couldn't do it, you know, couldn't travel like that, they parked their trailer at a permanent spot at a campground in the area where their trailer stayed, hooked up to electricity and water and everything, and it became their vacation home. So you can a lot of I I think and, and, you know, that's you can you can kind of uh, illuminate this. But, you know, I think a lot of people also have that option where they can kind of keep it somewhere and basically have a vacation spot and then if they if they want to they can pick up that vacation spot and travel for a couple of weeks and then bring it back but always kind of have that weekend getaway spot nearby um I, because i i believe a lot of campgrounds offer that uh kind of permanent parking spot where you can always have your trailer hooked up to water and electricity and you know make that impromptu decision to go enjoy it for a weekend um is that, is that all accurate information?
2: Well, yeah. So there's not not every campground, but there are some. And especially yeah. there's a couple local ones in the St. Louis area uh, that have the ability, maybe just outside the, the St. Louis area. But, I mean, you know what? I, mm-hmm. I mean, they're within yeah. an hour or so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, so you do have some that have the option to, uh, even if you don't necessarily have a specific spot that you're in, uh, they'll store it for you. They'll bring it out uh to your spot if you tell them hey i'm coming out this week they'll get it all set up for you by the time you show up uh you can pick it up and take it on vacation if you need to uh so there's there's a handful of those uh in the area that'll do that um and then there are some all over the country i mean there are some where you can store one in a specific spot by that spot and then potentially use it if if need be too so there's a couple different ways that that can work gotcha and what's
1: nice is you uh, you you know, we talk about getting unplugged and getting outside and doing your thing. but uh, as you guys learned last year, people that did have RVs or friends that had uh, RVs, you could go with them, and the kids could still get their homework done because a lot of the campgrounds offer Wi-Fi. Now uh, Elon Musk has got the Starlink thing that he's putting out there that that's gonna be I, I think that's gonna be a game changer for the RV lifestyle as far as working remotely. Um, but I, I think it's just an a great option. And, you know, you can go on to like right now, as we're talking, I'm on buyerlyrv.com. I'm looking at, well, that's a payment I could afford. Well, that's a payment I could afford, you know, so there's all <laughs> kinds of options out there and all literally all the comforts of home are with you. Even, even the internet in a lot of cases.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, if you, and if you think about all the people last year, cause we did see uh, a rise in people, not just because the kids could go anywhere, but because people could work from anywhere. All of a sudden, all the offices were closed. They weren't going into work. Uh, and so, as long as you could connect, you could work from anywhere. And so we had a lot of people and this this trend had already started a little bit. We had started to see a lot of people say, well, I can do my job from anywhere and start to buy an RV. And last year, just accelerated it. And uh, yeah. in in essence, you're basically taking your office with you anywhere. Uh, and not just with, not, not just necessarily dependent on, on Elon making Starlink happen, but actually the Wi-Fi has improved a lot at campgrounds. Uh, most of the newer RVs have some form of Wi-Fi booster inside the RV that should help connect to a campground Wi-Fi. There's definitely some options uh, for satellite connections that will help you with internet boosting too. So, I mean, there's, there's more options too. In fact, that's something that we, we as a dealership, were setting up uh, how to go through all the options with customers because we knew that connecting to online for work or for school was becoming such a big deal. We started making our own presentation on like, here are the three or four different options that you can use depending on how you want to do it.
0: So Warren, um, I wanted to ask you before we uh, have to wrap this up about people that are thinking about this, they maybe are hearing us talk and they're, you know, they've they've thought about getting an RV in the past, but they're kind of worried about, you know, we've, we've touched on the training, you know, that you have to go through on how to, you know, the maintenance and, Keeping the water filled and keeping the the tanks, you know the the, the dump, you know the, the keeping yeah. the 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 I don't even know what to call it the crapper clean, I guess. <laughs> uh, it but, is a challenge. But also, but also driving them, like uh, you know, what are there? Uh, what are the are there are there special driver's license requirements that people have to get? Uh, to Ooh, drive the bigger RVs, you know, what are what are some of the other things that people need to uh, take into account when they, um, you know, when they decide to 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 purchase one
2: of these vehicles? So the driver's license question is a very very good question, and it is a and the answer I'm going to give you is is going to sound a little strange, uh, but there's a little state specific things to that. For most RVs, you're not really going to have to deal with anything. Trailers, fifth wheels, anything you're pulling, for the most part, you're not going to have any issues there. Even motorhomes up to a certain size. However, there are some states, uh, Texas is one of them, um, where you are required, if you have a certain size diesel, and I'm going to, I don't want to butch. I believe it's 26,000 pounds, GVWR, but it might be slightly different than that, so don't, don't take me exact on that, but it's it's, I think it's 26000 and basically you are required at that point to have a commercial driver's license. Now, enforcement is all over the place, uh, and I, I couldn't tell you all the states that have slightly different laws. Missouri doesn't really have any issues. Illinois, um, I don't believe, has any issues. Um, but it is a rare thing that you might run into on a very large diesel motorhome. Um, but, but not, not anything that really impacts 95% of the industry, if that makes sense, if that, that answers that question. Um, you know, in terms of the others, of the other things, um, there's never been a better time to buy an RV and have the information at your fingertips. And it's not just from the dealers, but the manufacturers are getting better at putting out information Uh, you know, there's more information out there online with people on YouTube who are teaching people how to use RVs. Um, And that's that's why I think it's really good for people who are interested in it. Talk to a local dealer, see what information they have. Um, The manufacturer is going to provide a lot of information. The dealers are going to have a lot of experience. They're going to have access to all the information that, to be honest with you, 10, 20 years ago wasn't available to people. Uh, It's really kind of Made the experience a lot easier uh, for customers. Not to mention the fact uh, that there's some some great uh, providers like Coachnet, who's like a AAA for RVs uh, that that allows people to have 24 twenty four seven access to a technician. Uh, they can call, talk to somebody, talk to do some problems. So there's great assets out there in the industry as well.
1: Yeah, so the fear that goes along with, ooh, I'm scared to buy an RV, you can really uh, calm your mind because there are so many resources out there. I go to YouTube University all the time. <laughs> Warren Patton is our uh, is our guest. And, uh, Warren, uh, just want to ask you about your show again for the podcast exclusive. Make sure people know what's coming up out at uh, the Six Flags parking lot in April.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So the Midwest Gateway RVDA uh, is going to have an outdoor show uh, and that's the ten, you know, trusted family dealers that have been in St. Louis for decades. Uh the people who uh own and put on the, the downtown show usually in January, February, which was, was moved this year. Uh so we're doing something April 9th through the eleventh at Six Flags. Uh and uh contact uh if you go to our website, STLRV.com. We will have more information upcoming uh just on the hours and how parking will be arranged and everything like that. Uh, but this is, uh, this is a big thing because one thing we haven't really talked about this year is uh, inventory is going to mm. be as limited as it was last year. Yeah. And uh, right. the whole industry, because of the volume boom, but also because of the supply, crane, the supply chain crunch across everything. So all the parts, all the components, you need a fridge, you need an air conditioner, you need fiberglass they're limited everywhere. Is that
0: because of where there are a lot of manufacturers that were shut down during COVID? Is that why there is such a um, limit on inventory in, in those areas?
2: Well, it, yes and no. Uh, There were a lot of manufacturers who shut down between five to seven weeks during COVID, but it's the ramp down that happens. So the manufacturer stops, then every supplier stops. And I mean, in an Mm -hmm. RV, you have hundreds of different pieces that are coming from a handful of different suppliers. And the the more you ramp down the production, the longer it takes to restart that supply chain. And that's really what we're seeing. Uh, it's especially true on motorized uh, because in motorized, you have all the problems of a normal RV supply chain plus a chassis supply chain. So motor homes are going to be extremely limited uh, this year. And we're already seeing, um, But the manufacturers of the RVs themselves and the suppliers of all the components, they haven't really caught up yet. Uh, Most dealers are about 50% of their normal inventory or less right now. And so, Tony, on a really smaller important. scale, doesn't
1: it doesn't it feel like the gun industry exactly? That's just, exactly what <laughs> I was thinking we of. Talk about? Yeah, no, that's exactly
0: what I was thinking of. The similarities, and it's probably like this in in you know industries across the board. But yeah, it 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 sounds very similar to the issues that have uh, uh you know faced the gun industry over the last year,
2: for sure. Well, and it, mm. and it's definitely it's something uh, that people need to consider because this summer looking at RVs and we've been encouraging people. And one of the reasons we really as an association really wanted to have this show in April is just, again, to get out in front of people and remind them that, you know, if you want to, if you want to RV this summer, if you want to RV this year, the earlier that you start looking into it and making a purchase and getting it all set up, the better, because uh, we're, we're seeing, you know, significant um, delays in when the next product is coming down, not to mention the fact that uh, right now any product that's on a dealer's lot is going to be the cheapest that you are going to see it hmm. because the next one is going to come in 5% more expensive. Right. Just uh, like ammo, just that, like guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so the same, the same thing is happening and it's, it's trickling down everywhere. Cause again, it's the, it's every supplier, you know, every fridge, every air conditioner, the floor, the, the you know, the yeah. roof, the roof lining. I mean, every single thing, not to mention the fact that I think, you know most people at this point know about the lumber prices well significant portion of our vehicles are are built with steel or lumber <laughs> and those are the two things that are well, uh shooting up and shooting up in price so yeah. it's it's one of the things that we you know as spring approaches want to have this show again april 9th through the 11th at six flags um midwest gateway our dealers association and uh and really just have people come out right now because it's the best time to get an rv uh they're not <laughs> the pr- the price is the best price and the selection is the yeah. best selection and I want to make sure that we get in front of people right now before summer hits and, yeah. and everybody thinks about it last minute because uh it's uh you know what we what we have now I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a good show we'll have a huge selection there and again the dealers uh same dealers that do the the downtown show and do the the fall show at Family Arena um and the the dealers that have been in the in St. Louis for decades uh, all family owned. So that's so cool. Uh,
0: that's really that's really yeah. great, and and that's such a cool part of it too. The family owned local aspect of all of it. STLRV dot com is the best website to get all of those details. And I don't know, Warren. I don't know if it's because of the nice weather that we've had this week. Um, or if it's you know the fact that I just got done with vacation and I am in that mode, but this has been uh, one of the longer podcasts that we've done, and I've still got Ever. a million <laughs> questions. To, I could I know to, me too. I could <laughs> keep having Warren, this conversation. You're rivaling Ted Nugent. Yeah, on the leg. I could go even. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even close to done with this conversation. But everybody, uh, but we've for the sake of everybody's schedule, we have to wrap this up. So Warren, I hope you can come back and join us both on the show and on the we'll podcast. First, next time. Yeah, again, uh, very, very soon because, uh, like I said, there is no better thing for your soul, in my opinion, than to unplug and get out into the great outdoors and go fishing and go hunting or camping or, or whatever, hiking. Just get outside. And there's no better way to optimize that experience uh, than in a trailer or an RV uh, motor home. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's the best. So uh, Warren Patton, president of the Midwest Gateway RV Dealers Association, we certainly appreciate all of your time today and very much look forward to talking to you again in the future.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate it. And uh, hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All Keep right. up the good work. Yeah,
2: no
0: kidding, and uh, yeah, and start working on that on one of those RVs with the uh, washer and dryer in it for me and my wife uh, for when we were talking They got them. They I'm got them. I'm ready to go. I am so Tony. Ready I'm to go. looking at the website and you can see. Yeah. All right. Let's do some shopping. All right. So uh, you need a Type C. No, you need a Type A. I need a Type A. We need a big half one. a million dollar plus. Well, well, I'll start putting money in the piggy bank immediately. All right. Yeah, that's he's great. in radio. It'll be a school bus <laughs> there conversion. You go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that is going to wrap up this week's edition of the podcast exclusive thank you so much for listening for producer carl middleman and my partner Bo matthews i'm tony colombo thank you for listening to second amendment radio and the great outdoors see you boys